listening to Buena Vibra with Dr. Ortiz. The content in this podcast is strictly informational and does not substitute psychotherapy treatment or replace the process for clinical diagnosis or psychological prognosis. Vibra. I'm Dr. Ortiz. Thank you so much for joining me today on this fun and exciting episode of Buena Vibra with Dr. Ortiz. I'm really excited to be in introducing two amazing women. Our first guest is Ana Maria Gaona, a San Fernando Valley native, a first-generation bilingual daughter of immigrant parents. She is a recent retiree and an active entrepreneur and co-founder of two companies, one being to Peacock's Travel Agency. Our second guest is Sandy Correa. She is an East Los Angeles native and a first-generation daughter of immigrant parents. She has been working in healthcare administration for 25 years and is also an active entrepreneur for the past 13 years as a farmer's insurance agent. She is an avid a global traveler has visited 16 countries and counting. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for being here, taking time out of your busy lives to be here. Um, busy, fun lives. <laughs> Yes. And uh, and why don't you in you know tell us a little bit about yourselves? Whoever wants to go first, maybe how you intro how how you both met. Sure. Uh, so the story where the two peacocks begins begins in our workplace. We met maybe about I don't know, Sandy. It's been fifteen years. Yeah, about that much. About, in, in the healthcare industry. And, you know, we kind of just bonded over taking care of patients. And, you know, to some extent, it's kind of like we, we share so many things that are in common that as we went through our careers, uh, we started to just realize that we were each other's support system. And one day uh, we saw an article that um, came out in the news. I don't remember the social media or on the news, but it was a woman who was trying to take a peacock on an airplane. And she was oh. saying that the peacock was her emotional support animal. And so Sandy and I, we laughed, right? We're like, okay, we're each other's emotional support because in the industry that we were doing, we we're always taking care of something, but, you know, we really needed support, you know, from each other. And so we said, okay, we're going to be each other's peacocks. And that's kind of where the idea started. Uh, fast forward, you know, we continued our career. I retired and just started to just realize that, you know, there's, there's more, I, I couldn't continue doing what I was doing. Um, knowing that I wanted something else to be fulfilling. And uh, before you know it, the idea of us trying to um, help the next generation, we just didn't know exactly how. We've always been people that are giving and um, we want to be able to you know, lend a help, helping hand. So we started to think about how we can do this. And mm -hmm. from there, the one idea led to the other. And before you knew it, we had two peacocks travel. And, you know, I, I don't look back. I think about it. It's been about a, under a little bit under a year. But the yeah. fact that we have all of our career experience, you know, in operations and logistics has helped us. And it has been very mm -hmm. instrumental in being able to launch. Wow. Wow. And what an amazing, you know, um, uh, business that you have. It's, it's, uh, I follow you both on Instagram and well, actually, let me tell our explain to our viewers how we met. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a good start. 
we met at uh, the La Latina uh, Latina Fest 2023, um, and these, you know, amazing women stopped by our booth, our Buena Vibra Psychological Services booth, introduced themselves, and I think just asked, have you ever, you know, considered you know, mental health and travel. Um, and both my my colleague and I, Justine, and I were like, oh, what a concept. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And so um, so that's our history and, and how we met. Um, and I, so I follow you both on on Instagram and you 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 guys are gonna have an event coming up pretty soon. Yeah, we do. You know? we do. Yeah, yeah. So, want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. So, we actually are leaving uh, in June. We're uh, taking a group of women to Italy, and um, you know, our plan has always been to help women who have never left either the United States or even their states and travel abroad to truly understand how the rest of the world lives mm -hmm. but not just that but really to take in another another culture language um you know how they live and so our travel is what we consider slow travel mm -hmm. we don't do one city one day next city the next day because you really are not grasping what it is to be in a foreign country mm -hmm. so the plan is to be in italy for 14 days. Wow. Um, um, I pretty much do the planning of the places we're going to go to. Uh, I'm a very adventurous person. So I just kind of tell Anna, we're going to go here. And she's like, okay. So uh, <laughs> I just kind of, I have a surprise. Uh, we're going to show it on Instagram. We have a surprise location that we're going to drop in while we're in Italy. So, and then after that, uh, we're going to meet up with our students in Spain. So we have a group of students that are going to be doing our cultural immersion program in Cordoba, Spain. So yeah, we have two things happening back to back in the summer. So we're truly excited and getting ready for that. Wow. So that's, that's really exciting. So your summers are going to be Busy, oh, yeah, busy, packed with a lot of fun stuff. Um, but you mentioned something, Sandy, which is um, you are very intentional about um, how you're utilizing this business, this this, this platform that you both are working um, with the focus on helping women um, step outside of their comfort zones. So where did this idea come from? You want to go, oh, Anna? <laughs> sure. You know, as I, I started with, you know, letting you know that, you know, we start off as a support system, right? Mm -hmm. um, I was, you know, in the industry that we were, it was always fight or flight. You go, 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 go. And as you know, as women, we have many roles and we don't always have the opportunity to take off these roles. And I call them hats. You know, we wear multiple hats because we're multiple things for multiple people. And along the way, there was something to me that said, we need to find a space or provide the opportunity for women to take a break, to really find who they are. Um, the idea was really to, you know, we were both going through very separate um, situations. 
And I was realizing I, I'm very observant. And one of the things that I was noticing for Sandy was that, you know, whatever she was going through was really impacting her. And I kept trying to figure out what can I do to bring that spark back? You know, Sandy is someone who's very vibrant, very celebratory. But when Sandy goes quiet, that means that there's something going on that she's dealing with. And I was trying to figure out what can we do? You know, what do we do? We were both very giving. We both love to explore. And so as the idea was starting to roll out, um, I realized that there was a component of travel that's connected to mental health. Being able to break outside of our routines, outside of those roles, to go and discover yourself. And so for us, as we started having conversations with even our own friends, we started realizing there's a lot of women that have not traveled outside the U.S. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of women that are kind of scared because they don't know the what if or how to. So in all this, as I'm starting to build, I start having the conversation with Sandy and I think, you know, why not create a space where women can feel comfortable? They're not alone. You know, they're able to go out still feel supported, but that they can just be themselves. And I don't know that we have enough time to, to actually experience that. And um, when we started to think how we were going to do this, it really started with uh, her son was graduating from high school and she wanted to take him on a trip. And my family's from Spain and I have educators in my family. And so she asked me, you know, hey, how about we do, you know, can, can you ask your family if they can help, you know, either find a school for him? Uh, that idea went to, do you think your daughter would like to go? You know, hey, do you think Lexi's going to be interested? I asked my daughter. She said yes. And then Sandy tells me, you know, I think I want to go. And that's when it clicked to me that Sandy needed a space of just to be herself. Mm -hmm. And so immediately I jumped on board. And before you knew it, we spent um, the time being able to not only experience with our kids, but for us to just be ourselves. And from then on, it just evolved from being able to help the next generation to how do we help women in our age group explore and do something. So mm -hmm. the two have been tandem, hand in hand, and it's been very successful. We've been able to already go to six different countries with groups Wow! in under a year. Um, now we're going, you know, over to Italy, we'll have a surprise, uh, uh, country that will pop up on Instagram, but really the fulfillment for us is when we go on these trips and we see the reaction of these women, the, the spark that comes from being in a different environment and just really taking care of themselves, nobody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to us, that's, that's the key. And that's, that's really what we're about. So yes, travel, the pictures and everything is nice, but really what's the transformation that's happening individually. So, right. you know, for me, I, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I always felt like I was working to travel. Okay. I'm going to work, I'm going to work all year so I can have my 20 days off so I can travel. And I'm always exciting. You know, I've traveled, you know, you know, to Europe, to Central America, to um, Europe, so I always felt like I was only working towards that goal to get somewhere new, mm -hmm. you know, somewhere new. And of course, then COVID hit and then kind of everyone's plans kind of changed. But I think that, you know, traveling is about yourself. So I've met a lot of parents who, you know, this is how the conversation goes. Hey, so where are you going this summer for a break? Oh, I'm going to Hawaii. 
why are you not excited to go to Hawaii every year? Because that's where the kids want to go. And to me, I'm like, my God, that's horrible. You're going to spend all this money to go to the same place. You go every single year just because your kids want to go. And then I ask, why are you going to Hawaii? I mean, there's so many places you can go to. Oh, because it's safe. You know, we don't want to go anywhere where it's dangerous. And boom, that's it right there. People are scared to explore different mm -hmm. places. A, because yeah. they don't speak the language. B, because the media says it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I was kind of like, so people are just like in this routine of living, right? I go to work, I save money, we go to Hawaii. I work, I save money, we go to Hawaii. And I was like thinking, God, how boring. And I asked her, well, where do you want to go? She said, oh my God, I would love to go to, you know, Italy and I want to go to Spain. I mean, their eyes just light up. And I'm like, well, why don't you go? Oh no, I just, you know, I had to consult with my family. Again, boom, you know, it's like a little flower just kind of dies, you know? And, and that's what we're trying to help women to say, no, where do you want to go? And it's okay to tell your family, you know, hoping that the, the, the dynamics are okay to say, all right, people, I'm gone for a week or maybe two. I'm going to go do what I want to do for my mental health. I'm taking a mental health vacation mm -hmm. and enjoying what I want to eat. What, you know, just giving mm -hmm. yourself an opportunity, you know, um, I think that's such a big part of mental health, being yeah. a woman, having yeah. a family, being a professional. I mean, again, the hats, right? We have so mm -hmm. many hats, but when do you really have time during the day just to be yourself and to enjoy yourself? And it's right. not that often. Right. You know, as I'm hearing both of you speak, I mean, things that come to mind, um, even in the work with my clients, this is probably one of the topics that comes up a lot of the fears around, you know, stepping outside of their comfort zones and the, um, the mental constructs that exist that really hinder their, uh, their, their, their curiosity to explore, you know, and, and when, you know, I think the thing that we can ignore, okay. Um, you both are first gen, um, children of, of, of immigrant parents. And so I am myself as well. And I'm not going to speak for you. I'll speak for myself of like los temores, the fears, you know, um, it's not safe. Nos quedamos juntos, you know, um, and you don't go over there. And if somebody goes with, you know, somebody's got to go with you. You don't go yeah. by yourself. And if you're a woman, if you're a girl, a little girl, peor, you're mm -hmm. going to have to always be with somebody. You know, you don't have anybody that I trust that can take you, then you don't go. So we learn very early on, you know, to fear the world and and it also comes from valid, you know, there's validity yeah. in that, you know, histories of, of, of oppression and, and, and trauma. Um, and, and, and these are cycles. Some of them are for some people, not all right. These, um, these patterns are now just learned behaviors mm -hmm. versus their realities. Right. Your Absolutely. thoughts on that? 
Oh, absolutely. You know, the, what you said, you know, uh, about having fear. Um, recently, uh, my mom, we were on a cruise and we were walking around in, I think it was, oh, uh, Curaçao, Puerto oh, Dominican Puerto. Republic. Dominican Republic. And it was, you know, I was with my mom and, you know, other, other people that were traveling with us and Sandy had stayed aside separately. Well, Sandy found us and then we were like, okay, we'll see you later. And my mom tells her, no tienes miedo. Mm. That was the first thing. And I turned around, I looked at Sandy and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let Sandy handle this. And Sandy, what did you tell her? <laughs> okay. I'm like, yo soy una mujer libre. Yo puedo hacer lo que yo quiera. Soy, no, de, no dependo de nadie. Yo me voy. And then she's like, like her eyes were like, <laughs> and I think that, of course, it's how you're brought up, right? Like, you know, she, I'm sure, was brought up with the same fears and so God knows how many generations. And I've always tried to break away from that. You know, it's just, you know, I, I remember when we first started, you know, the ideas of traveling and I said, Anna, so let's go to France. She's like, but they don't speak English there. And I was like, okay, so who cares? And she's like, okay, we're going to go to France, you know? <laughs> Anna, let's go to Cuba. <laughs> it's a communist country. Yes, we're going to be okay. You know, it's sort of like, you know, it's okay. You know, we're just a little speck in the world. We don't make that much of a difference, right? When it comes to these countries, whether it's political, religious, whatever it is. And it's such a gift to us that we can, we're welcome to walk into their country and their world and just kind of like, you know, going to Cuba I think I had been there before, but it's such a reality check of mm. your life here, as bad as it is, is not that bad. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. you have the flexibility to lay in your bed and flip through, you know, the Instagram because you have Wi-Fi. There's no such thing there. You know, it's a, it's a commodity that just rarely comes, right? Then you still mm. have water because the buildings are not 500 years old and the tuberia is so old that it breaks down. Just on and on and on and on. So, I think that, you know, fear is huge. But then once you're there, you're like, okay, what was I scared of? You're like, yeah, yeah exactly. You're not scared mm -hmm. of anything. It's just this mental thing that has been imposed on you since you were a child. Mm -hmm. I got to travel very early on as an exchange student when I was 15. And I'm telling you, when I'm surprised that my mom said yes, like slowly, I'm an only child. So she mm -hmm. was like, okay. And I went away. There was no internet back in the 80s. There was no email. I took off for a summer and it changed my life, of course. I just, it, it's an experience that I would recommend any parent to let their child do. You know, if you had to choose between, this is just my opinion, if you had to choose between a quinceanera and having your child go over to, mm. you know, a, an exchange program for a month, spend that money. It's going to change your kid's life. So that's my experience. So I think that early on, the fear was kind of like, you know, yeah. I didn't have the fear, but I understand it. I mean, it's it's yeah. a very valid situation. So how do you, you know, so, so how do you present this to your clients, you know, uh, that maybe have never traveled? I mean, I'm, you know, just like you said, the pictures is just like <laughs> the, the end result of maybe the process that had to take place beforehand to get to that picture. And so when you have a 
a a a a new traveler who doesn't have that experience how do you help them through that process so i think it starts with knowing that they're going to be in a group you know it it's always helpful so for us it was starting the women's group and we have a saying you know travel solo pero no solita mm. You know, you're going to be supported. You're going to have other women in your same, in the same predicament, you know, that maybe have never been on a plane or, you know, much less left to another country. So I think that's the first start, right? And mm-hmm. then once you get there and you start to just, ex, you know, um, experience a different environment, your whole persona changes. And I'm speaking that firsthand. I mean, I've been to Spain all my life because my family's there, right? So when I go back to Cordoba, it's like I, I'm I'm home. And to be able to see that in my daughter, right? To be able to see that at a in, in the younger generation, to be able to like we're we're combating that fear-based mm-hmm. thinking, right? So for women, when we're talking about these trips, you know, it's not only you're not a tourist, you're a traveler. That's one of the biggest things mm. for us. You are traveling. It's your journey. You make what it, what you want. You know, everybody's going to be different. And so it's giving them the permission. Sometimes we're, we're searching for permission or we're searching mm. for some validation that mm. it's okay to do. We're giving it to you. You don't have to worry about all the stressful things. Cause you know, we're doing family travel. Who puts the, tra- the tra- travel package together? Moms do most of the time. Right. You got to figure out the hotel, how you're going to get there, what time. You don't have to do any of that. We took care of all that part. It's just for you to pack your bags, get what you want, and get on a plane with us. Mm-hmm. That's that's basic. So we're taking out that stress part of it, but it's more so that you have the opportunity to just really sink into where you're going. The mm-hmm. food, the noise, the music, the conversations. It's a whole experience. Um. Yeah. I'll give you a really quick story. We, we, the last trip that we took, um, we had a client that came with us, uh-huh. never fought, flew, never gone anywhere. So first time, um, not only did she fly, she went on a cruise for 11 days. <laughs> she visited five countries and she got to see New York to see the expression of her face each and every time. And to mm-hmm. just be her, it was like, she was a little girl enjoying I don't know how else to explain it. Sandy and I were like practically in tears just to see the happiness that she had. This is a woman who's already raised her children, already in her 50s, you know, fulfilled a whole family life. And to be able to just be her, that is what's rewarding for us. So every time we get to share that with women, that that's, we know we're in our purpose. That's so great to hear. Um, You know, I think... It's, it's, it's so great when you get to witness those successes, you know, that means it's the things that, you know, you both are doing, um, to offer these women opportunities to, to explore outside of, you know, their norm, um, expanding on the idea of self-care and priority of self, you know, um, that must be, you know, that, that, that must be a warm, fuzzy feeling for both of you. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think in, you know, it, it brings me to conversations that I have in 
the therapeutic process, you know, um, women who, you know, um, have maybe have never traveled or have traveled minimally because again, of the mindsets of how they were raised that, that, that their parents, you know, understandably so are working and working to just provide enough because that's all they 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 are able to do a roof over their hair their heads um food on the table clothing on their backs right mm-hmm. um and so the idea of traveling and exploring new countries and and learning new languages or learning about cultures is not really on is never really on their radars right. um or maybe again because if for let's say the immigrant parent, the traveling was not really so much a journey, but a, a trauma experience. Yes. Oh, yeah. Then they're not they're they're not going to show that excitement, that that level of curiosity and excitement of wanting to explore other countries. They made it here, and that's good enough. Yeah. And I'm not going anywhere. I don't need to go anywhere. Or maybe they can't. Yes. Um. Right. Um. Thoughts, questions, you know, thoughts about that? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I think that especially in the situation of, you know, they had to come. If there's some trauma related, you don't know what's going to trigger them on a, you know, mm-hmm. on a travel. So, you know, for us, it's just really important that they feel comfortable in in their travel thoughts. And it could be baby steps. We don't have to do like this one client that, you know, not only did we fly her, but we took her on a boat for 11 days. I know that sounds like a little extreme, but she enjoyed it, you know? Um, And for her, her situation was she just, like you said, her parents were to provide and they barely, you know, it was enough to get them by and raise them. But, you know, going on a trip was not something that they looked forward to, or they just didn't recognize And now, you know, to be able to say in her fifties that she got to do that. And our goal is, yes, we do that, but we want to start it sooner, which is why we started Mm -hmm. our nonprofit to be able to um, kind of break that mindset. Like you can start traveling now. Like I always have like, don't wait till you're 50, do it now, do it now, but really Mm -hmm. learn and enjoy from what travel offers. So you're mentioning the nonprofit. Is this the one with the students that are traveling to Cordova? So yes. tell me a little bit about that, because I'm curious about, um, you know, what what is the experience that these students receive? Well, that's such a, you know, <laughs> I wish I was a student, you know, in my 18 years again, because it's such a great uh, experience. Um, so the students um, are in Cordova with some weekend trips, uh, but they're there for about three weeks. And um, the experience does include classroom time, which is in the morning, volunteer time with some of the local children also. And it's like anything. If if you're from the United States and you want to go to Spain or any other foreign country, you want to learn their language, right? Mm-hmm. But the kids there want to learn about the American that's coming mm-hmm. to town. So it's kind of like a great back and forth with the with the elementary school children. Mm-hmm. Then, um, because the weather is extremely hot, uh, Cordoba is in the south of Spain, so it's extremely hot. Uh, they also um, still observe siesta time, just to kind of let the cooling 
mm-hmm. of the of the extreme heat kind of come down mm-hmm. um so it cools down and so they take a siesta if they want if they don't want to they can do whatever they want they can sustain the 117 degree weather out there you know go for it right but <laughs> and then um in the evenings we have um programs whether it's a flamenco class uh going to a museum going to a castle uh doing some kind of excursion and then on the weekends we also have uh, day trips so we can go to granada we can go to sevilla we can go to malaga just so they can kind of get different aspects right mm-hmm. of different parts of that part of spain that's considered andalusia so it's a full packed it's always going, going, going. They also have free time. They can, after we do any excursions or we do any museums, castles type of stuff, they can go on their own. The town is very small, very safe, and they can just cross over that Roman bridge and go to the Juderia, which is this really extremely old part of Cordoba. I think it was built like in 79 AD. Mm-hmm. I mean, here in the United States, we have no concept of something so old, but they can just get lost in there. They've got discotecas and they have you know young kids hangouts and all kinds of fun things that teenagers like to do right yeah (laughs) just a little bit of freedom so the day is packed but the whole point is for them to submerge themselves into the culture Mm -hmm. really learn about the food the music the history and meet local people so they can make friends and they can talk to those people at once they i mean now it's a lot easier to talk to people because I just connect on WhatsApp or Instagram and we'll be friends forever. The family that I stayed with in France, we had to actually write letters. And then it wasn't until maybe 15 years ago that we connected via Facebook, and mm-hmm. which is great, right? Yeah. But the whole program is to allow students whose parents, you know, whether they're first generation like we are, or even second generation. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the trauma kind of goes from one generation to the next Mm -hmm. to go out and start looking and feeling and experiencing like how the rest of the world is living. So you can find out who you are and how you want to live your life. That, you know, Travel is not just because we're going back to the motherland to fix either legal papers or sell the rancho. You know, things that the only reason our families just travel back to the motherland was visit family. We had to go visit family, mm-hmm. had to mm-hmm. go take care of the land, had immigration issues. We had to go, you know, just those scary obligations, but just to go, just to go. So mm-hmm. we are trying to break out. So our nonprofit does focus on that. And I'll yes. explain a little bit more about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, know, doing this, that's how this started. And and really our passion was to help the next generation. But when, as we started to talk and and with our, with our friends and just realizing like, well, we would want to do that. And that's how this all became. So it's kind of a full circle um, moment for us to be able to say that we were being able to help two different age groups. Mm -hmm but they're all connected with mental health and emotional wellness. That's yes. what, that's what we think is so beautiful. Yes. That's what we saw you at Latina Fest. I was like, Oh my goodness, this is like the perfect marriage. Yes. No. And, and, you know, I think it's so, it's so needed, you know, again, I'm going to say it again, being able to step outside of our 
comfort zones. Right now, it's it's really taking advantage of these opportunities as we're becoming more aware and of how important it is, how necessary it is to take care of ourselves um, and setting these limits, setting boundaries. You know, who are we going to keep in our inner circle? Who's going to help enrich us? Who's going to, um, you know, help us grow in healthy, productive ways? Um, you know, and who do I distance myself from or need to estrange myself from because they're not helping me grow or, you know, they're hindering me or it feels uncomfortable and unsafe, um, you know, and all of that involves, all of those are, are stepping stones to self-care. Um, and, you know, when I ask my clients, okay, you want to get to know yourself, you want to reconnect with yourself, you want to do more for yourself. So let's, do a list. Let's create a list of all the things that you would like to do, things that you're interested in doing, or, you know, those, those, um, those thoughts that come all of a sudden and then leave you just as yes. quickly of, oh, if I had the time, oh, if I had the money, oh, if I would lived a different life, it would be so great to do and then fill in the dot, whatever that is, you know? Um, and for a lot of people, it's yes, traveling, you know, traveling and, and, you know, there is a lot of anxiety that comes with that. There is a lot of, um, and because of the unknowns, right? So typically what I recommend is, well, it's like everything else, everything, you know, you typically requires some sort of a process. So if you're scared of riding on that plane for like 10, 15 hours, you know, from, you know, and that's the first trip that you're going to take. Well, we're in LA. Take that like 58 minute plane ride to San Francisco or, you know, yeah. to Phoenix. Vegas, oh, yeah. Phoenix, mm -hmm. and, you know, have the experiences of being on a plane. Learn about yourself and what you need to have on you physically with you that are going to make those short trips comfortable and those longer trips a little bit bearable. More. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's probably the best word bearable. <laughs> you know, you bring a really good point. Um, and that's actually what we started to do because we realized that people don't even know where to start. And so we now are offering consultations. Oh, and okay. so it, all it means is you get on a call with us and you say, I really want to go to, I don't know, I'm saying okay. because I'm, yeah, you know, <laughs> and it's like, so what are the top 10 things I need? So one of the recent posts that I put on there is because a lot of people don't know what to expect, where to get their boarding pass, what, where, how do they get their luggage tags? Those are things that we already became experts at. We streamlined that whole process. So if we know this, we can share this. To, to remove some of that anxiety, right? And like you said, baby steps. Get on a plane to go to San Francisco. There's a whole little trip that you can do in San Francisco. If you wanted to try that, we're more than happy to give you your mm -hmm. top 10 things to go do yeah. or here are some hidden gems to go eat at just so that you can feel what it's like just to be somewhere different. Mm -hmm. And then you just got your 58-minute ride to on a plane 
as one of your stepping stones. Mm -hmm. And really, you know, that's really what we're trying to do is make it that it's accessible, that it's, it's friendly. It's not, you know, and that you can conquer it as a traveler. Don't look at it. You're not there as a tourist. You're a traveler. You're doing it little by little. Mm-hmm. And you have, you have people to support. Yeah. Another thing that I love to do, and this is the other part, people get homesick, right? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to miss my food. Now we have to remember we're not there forever. We're only there for a week or two. So it's going to be okay. But what I love to do, we don't stay in hotels. I don't like staying in hotels because I don't like to open the door. And the first thing I see is a bed. That just drives me crazy because I, I don't walk into my house and the first thing I see. So we rent homes. We rent big homes mm-hmm. in the middle of the town and we buy food from the local grocery stores and we bring it in so we can have desayuno, we can have cafecito, we can have pancito with butter. That way you don't have to get up every single day and go to Starbucks every single day and go, you know, yeah, you it's have the option. Yes. So mm-hmm. you can make the food. If you want to make huevitos con jamón and pan for breakfast, you can do it, it because it's right there, right? They sell ham, they sell eggs, they sell tomates. You can make it. So it's more bearable to be away from home, but mm-hmm. at least you, because food is important. Some people Absolutely. are not willing to taste food. Let me tell you, some people are like, oh, no, I'm not going to taste that. And you're like, okay, you're going to starve. I mean, luckily there's McDonald's in a lot of these places, but still, you know, you want mm-hmm. them to, there's no McDonald's in Cuba, but you know, you want to make sure that people, but I, that's the concept that we bring home. You're home away from home. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be scared. It's okay. You know, you're going to have, you might share a bedroom with somebody that you're traveling with, or if you're paying for a single bedroom, we can get you that. So the concept is that if you don't want to go somewhere, if you don't want to do this uh, uh, excursion that we have, it's okay. Stay in the living room, stay in your room, watch Italian television or watch Spanish TV. It's just to help you be okay with your environment and not feeling and I think this is just me, my personal opinion. Staying in a hotel is for tourists. If you really want to grasp the culture and how people live and how people communicate, I think just staying in an apartment or staying in a home is the way to do it. And that's what we offer. When we travel with our ladies, we stay in a home. So we're there. We compartimos cafecito, pancito, you know. Uh, you know, the morning eight, conversation, well, four, five, <laughs> and we have conversation. Yeah, we can share. You know, what did you like? What did you? What you didn't like? What do you guys want to have for dinner? Where should we go? I think it's just part of all the camaraderie. Yeah. No, I think that's. I think that sounds really lovely. I mean, even as I'm hearing you, you say that I'm like imagining the setting and the setup and how comforting and cozy it is. That even if you're there with nine other women that you're not familiar with by the end of that trip you probably just met your new comadre exactly. um you know exactly. you, <laughs> you know because you're spending so it's it's much more intimate and then you never leave and are alone you're always in the company of and if it's their first time traveling to that particular country town city it's a it's a collective, it's a, it's a new experience that is shared, um, with others rather than something that, you know, is all on your own. And, and, and that in itself can at times be much more anxiety provoking than like knowing that there's nine other women that, um, that are probably feeling some sort of emotions that you are at any given point. 
when we went to Cuba, you know, there was 15 of us and there were some women in the group who became friends with other women in the group that we would have never imagined it. Like they were like little chiclitos, you know, they were together, <laughs> they would travel and they walk. But some of the things that you'd be surprised, that's, you know, a lot of the women click with other women who are completely opposite. Like one of them was like, what do you mean there's no Wi-Fi? We're like, okay, did you not read the paperwork we sent you? There's no Wi-Fi here. Like you need to really find Wi-Fi spots. What do you mean there's no hot water half the time? Okay, this is a third world country. This is an issue. You know, so it was kind of like, what? And then so they would pair up with a with a world traveler who'd be like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You know, these things happen. So it's like they create these um, circles of support, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that they're just kind of, you know, engaging. One of, At the end of the trip, one of them was like, well, I want to go to the beach. And they were like, well, everybody had plans to do stuff. And then she was like, nobody wants to go to the beach. Nobody wants to go to the beach. And at the end, she was going to go. But then someone was like, okay, 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 I'll go to the beach with you. So they went to the beach. They rented a car and they went to the beach. So the the beauty of it, the beginning of the trip, she was scared. At the end of the trip, she was going to, you know. She was <laughs> off. Which is beautiful, right? Because you're getting yes. out. Um, yes. And that's what we want women to experience. We want people to, women to not be scared. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're all together, we're going to be okay. We're yeah. going to be okay. And um, it's okay to travel by yourself. It's okay. And I don't think that there is another organization or company like ours that offers this type of travel mm-hmm. to women of color, to Latina women to say, hey, let's all go together, support each other, and let's go have fun. And that's what we want to make sure that women know we are providing you support, mental health support in these travels. Yes. You know, yeah, I, I, as, as you're, as you both are talking, I have never heard of anything like this, you know, and, um, you know, renting a home versus hotel, the idea and concept of you're not a tourist, you're a traveler, um, you know, uh, living living in a home and sharing and 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 um building a little community as while you're traveling and and learning and and taking in so much so much exciting stimulating um you know stuff <laughs> that's going on like my 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 you know for lack of a better word um and i think it's so great so so with that being said, you know, um, Anna, Sandy, what, how can, how can women that are interested, that are intrigued, that are curious, get a hold of you? Anna? Oh, I'll go ahead. I wasn't, I kind of froze for a second. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, we, we, um, we are, we welcome even if it's questions, even if you have a little bit of an interest and you're not quite sure, there is no obligation to any of this. Talk to us. Um, reach out to us either, you know, on Instagram at two peacocks. It's two underscore peacocks underscore travel. Um, you can book a consultation call and, and really it's a discovery call. Let's see what is it that you want. And maybe we can, you know, kind of you know, give you some ideas of what's possible and you know, provide a little bit of stepping stones. Um, you can always look, you know, to see, what, you know, where we're traveling to next. Our website, www.twopeacockstravel.com. 
Um, we also have um, our other social medias um, under TikTok and Facebook, which is Two Peacocks Travel. Um, but really, you know, even if you have like just a little bit of what if, just call us. We are here to support. We're here to encourage and motivate. You know, it's getting you out of that comfort zone and you don't have to go on the 11 day cruise. I promise you, we're not going to push, you know, from the very get go, but definitely the possibilities, you know, and it doesn't matter what age. Um, one of the things that we're learning is we set out to be able to help our next generation, right? But we also look back, Sandy and I have are very fortunate that we're able to take our moms on these travels. Mm -hmm. And so we have the older generation now watching what we're doing as we're passing it on to us. That's super cool because we, they get they give us comments and we look at them like, do you understand that it's possible? So when they see it's possible and for our younger generation to see the older generation, do like we're like the bridge. Yeah, yes. well, we, we, we do. We see ourselves as the bridge. We're able to connect them. But yes, absolutely. For anybody that's interested, please reach out to us a quick DM, schedule a call, whatever. You know, we're we're really we're not for lack of a better way of saying it, we're not, it's not a formal thing. It, you please feel free that you, you, you know, to us, you see us as sisters, as your madrinas, as you know, your comadres, whatever it is. You know, and if you see us, you know, at events, please, you know, reach out to us. And, you know, we're always, we always love to connect with other women. And we have another trip coming. So the next big trip we're taking is to Greece oh. in September. And mm -hmm. what some women are very reluctant because they're like, well, that's a lot of money. Like, I can't afford that. Mm -hmm. I just want people to understand and know that we offer payment plans. So mm -hmm. if you want to go to Greece, let us know you want to go to Greece and let us know, you know, I can pay $100, you know, every two weeks, just as long as it's paid off two weeks before our trip, we're ready to go. We mm -hmm. understand that not everyone has, you know, thousands of dollars laying around, you know, the commodity of just travel, but we do offer the opportunities to pay by payments. And that way, when September comes around, nos vamos para Grecia. Oh, that sounds fun. And, and thank you for sharing that because I think that is important. We're talking about travel and then, you know, the, 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 the question too, and that can also bring about a lot of like shame too, of like, well, I'm a, how am I going to do that? Or, you know, does this mean I have to pay all in full? What does that look like? There could be a lot of, you know, inseguridades, temor en eso también, you know, so, 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 so thank you for mentioning that, Sandy, and, and I think here, you know, for anyone that, you know, for, for you that is listening or, or, or viewing this video version, um, and are curious and are interested, go ahead and pay them a visit, they, you know, their website, their Instagram, I follow them, and they have some really great pictures on there, um, <laughs> as well of some really fun places they've been to, um, and, you know, if you missed any of their information, all of that is going to be available on the show notes as well. Um, Sandy, Anna, thank you so much for making the time to be here and, and, and talk about, you know, the marriage between mental health and traveling. I think it's not, it, it's, it's not a lot of people think about it but it definitely exists. So I, I really appreciate that. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much Our for inviting pleasure. us. Thank you. Thank oh you my for God, such a great honor. Thank yes. you so much. Ay, de nada, de nada. 
And so again, you, our listeners, our viewers, thank you again for tuning in. If you are not subscribed yet, I strongly encourage that you do. Hopefully you've gotten some really great golden nuggets here and there's more to come. Go ahead and share with others. And like always, mucha, mucha, mucha buena vibra. You have just listened to an episode with Dr. Ortiz in Buena Vibra. I hope you enjoyed this episode and subscribe. Join me next week. And until then, sending you off with Buena Vibra. Music